Alliance of Women Filmmakers, this is Visionary Voices, behind-the-scenes conversations with groundbreaking women and non-binary filmmakers from around the world. I'm Diana Means. Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening today. We have writer and actress Sarah Olivia talking about her film, Lioness, which is an official selection of the Los Angeles Women's International Film Festival. Lioness follows a mother barricaded in a hotel room determined to protect her child's innocence. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you, Diana, for having me. Well, I watched this movie. And it reminded me just the true grit that mothers have and the lengths in which they go to protect their kids from the real world for as long as possible. What inspired you to make this film? Well, it kind of happened in sections. I first found the location. I was uh, doing a fitting for a commercial shoot in this motel. And I walked into the motel, the motel and the room. And it was just the strangest room I'd ever scene. There was just a hot tub in the middle of the room, all this foliage. And it just, I started getting these ideas like what, who would stay here for what reason? And it just sort of took a life on itself. Uh, And then some time had passed and I'd been volunteering at a a safe house at a woman's shelter. And I saw, uh, I was playing with the kids. It was uh, around one of the holidays. So the the women could have time to, to make meals. And this woman had come down and she had on, for lack of a better word, just this massive, massive bruise. I mean, I couldn't even see the color of her, of her skin. I had never, it was, I had never seen anything like it. And I just looked at her and the kids just kept playing and I'm watching her and she's getting stuff ready to eat. She's preparing a meal. And I think that's when the foundation of really happened of even in these times of great trauma and strife, what women will go through to really make sure that their children or their loved ones are taken care of and that they have that joy and how they persevere regardless. That's such an interesting backstory, just the combination of your experience from the hotel and then being in that women's shelter. And also you know, during this time of COVID, you know, it's kind of highlighted and brought out so much that's going on with domestic violence. So it's, it's very timely. And the way you shot the film and the ingenuity of it, I mean, I didn't know what she was doing at first, but pulling everything she could together to create this other world for her daughter while being barricaded in this hotel room for safety. It was just really remarkable and just the writing. And how long did it take you to write and think of the script? Well, this is what's so funny. I I don't know if you picked up on this, but there's only one line in the entire script. Just one. And I didn't even give it to myself, the actress. I gave it to my (laughs) co-star. We weren't sure who would say it. And then I saw it in the post and I thought, oh, no, she's got to say it. She's, She's remarkable. Um. I really saw it in images. I saw it in visuals. I saw it in, I mean, we remember our own mothers and grandmothers. You got a candy? You got a, you know, the things that they have in their purses. (laughs) And even taking stuff from her own body 
to create uh, just the joy for her child. So the process, I mean, the script is only about, it was all images. I really leaned on the aesthetic and the grit and the, the pictures of it. And when you're writing something, sometimes just images, a hug or a kiss or a, a push, you know, you really can't capture the tenderness and the might with a word. You need those images. And so that's really where it took place was which image goes first? What are the images of? What are they? And then the, the lines themselves, if necessary, came second. It turned out they weren't even really that necessary. And that was um, really interesting to me because I took in so much from the film. And when I went back to watch it the second time, I was like, there is only one line, but I'm taking in all these images and it's just really telling me everything I need to know about this woman, her backstory, the ending of it where you, you know, you see them walking off and you just know they're going to be okay. All of that with just a couple of words from the little girl. And it was, it was just really, really remarkable in that way. Thank you. Um, now you were the lead actress. Where mm -hmm. did you find the young actress who played your daughter? Funny story. I was, and I'm a mother myself. I have a daughter. I was so set on this being a boy. I just, from day one, it was going to be a boy. And the director had worked with the other actress and she said, I have this actress. She's really, really good. And I said, no, 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 it has to be a boy. It's difficult to find. <laughs> it's very difficult to find a child actor that can really encompass that. So finally, and we saw a lot of talent, a lot of talents. And I, you know, every time being an actor myself, every time we had to pass on somebody, I was telling the casting, well, can I just write a note? She's like, well, you're going to be writing hundreds of notes to these people. I said, yeah, but I just want them to know how much I. So that was difficult. But she finally I went to the director. I said, OK, I'll see this girl. I I mean, honestly, when she sent her tape, I was just blown away. And she's actually she's a very accomplished actress. She does a lot of work right now in film and TV. And it just it just fit. It was one of those things where all the stars were aligned. And I'm so grateful. Now, speaking of the director, Molly Smith, mm -hmm. now she did another film called I Don't Know that really was about race relationships. And she won several awards for that. Yeah. How did you partner with her? And what was it like working with Molly? Molly, I mean, it was it was great work with Molly. I don't know if you know this, but in when we shot, she was 19 years old. As she's a director, she's 19 years old. She's, uh, she's in her first year of college right now over at Yale. She also was a cinematographer and the editor. This was during the pandemic. So I, there were two things I really wanted, a very small crew and majority women. I wanted that energy. I wanted that dynamic on set, especially considering what, what the topic was. And I called up a friend of mine, a fellow director. I said, I need a director. She goes, oh, I've got lots of directors. I said, I need a woman director. And she went, oh, um, let me think about that. And that made me sad that we don't have this plethora of women directors that we can. But she recommended Molly. I told Molly my vision of it. And she said, I love it. And that was it. She was on board. Now, is this your first film? Uh, this is not the first film I've ever acted in, but it's certainly the first film I have ever produced and written and starred in. 
I feel like every single person on earth that wants to get into filmmaking needs to produce their own film to know what it's like. You can't just be the actress and go to craft services. I mean, there's so much responsibility there for yourself and for everybody else. And it's a challenge that I I have nothing but gratitude that I went through because it was challenging. I completely agree with that. We were having a conversation last time about the difference between just acting in a film and the difference in producing and playing these other roles because everything is on your shoulders and it's just a very humbling experience. Talk to us a little bit about the budget. Yeah, one of the things that I recognize as an actress and that was important to me was that there's a difference when you have people that are like, be in my film, you'll get an IMBD credit, which is fine versus I'm going to pay you something because this is a job. I'm hiring you for a job. I realized a couple of things early on that one, when you do pay somebody and they feel like it's an actual job, I don't know, it somehow raises the level a little bit. Additionally, it's just a value thing. Even if you can just give them something to say, I value your time, I honor your work, I honor the fact that this is your career. And I just saved, I planned in advance. I knew I wanted to pay everybody. Like I said, I had a very small group. So I was able to pay all my actors, all the crew, even, you know, I did have a couple people that were like, well, I want to do this. You know, I'll do it for free. I said, that's wonderful, but let me give you something, you know, just for appreciation. So I really did. I, I worked way in advance, put that money aside so I can pay them. And as far as the motel and the equipment I rented, I just, it's what credit cards are for. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. And in terms of shooting days, I think you said 48 hours? Less than actually. Yeah, we had two days, one one day with the child actor. And uh, the last scene that we shot of the night was of me in front of the, the mirror, the bathroom scene. Uh, that was one take. We did it. The director was very much of, all right, we got to be out of here by midnight because we don't want to pay for another night. Well, I didn't want to pay for another night. So we shot it, that whole end scene, one take in about seven minutes. And Sarah, what is next for you? Well, a couple things. I, I really just am completely in love with, almost obsessed now with filmmaking, and I want to do my own work. So I am working on another short, but this time I think I'm going to be just directing it. I also have been working on a play. Diana, I have been writing it for 10 years. 2022 is going to be the year I finish it. So I'm working on on that as well. And just as an actress as well. If there's anything there, I'll be there. (laughs) Sounds good. Well, Sarah, thanks so much for joining us today. And I wish you continued success with this film. And continued success with your screenplay. 2022 will be your year to get it done. The Lioness screens in the Los Angeles Women's International Film Festival, Saturday, March 26th at 5 p.m. For a complete festival lineup, please visit lawomensfest.com. Visionary Voices is produced by Diana Means with editing from Otaku Media. Visionary Voices is a production of Alliance of Women Filmmakers and made possible in part by a grant from the Department of Cultural Affairs. 
our website, visionaryvoicespodcast.com. Thank you.